Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 18 of the Worship Leader Props Podcast. I cannot believe it, man. It's I love it. It's so fun. It, I dude, literally like, love it. It is my favorite. It is your favorite. So we typically do our interviews with a guest on Thursday. And then we do our interview, or our time together is usually Sunday after church. And I look so forward to being able to do this because it's just so fun. And the stories are so fresh. Oh, so fresh. Like so fresh. <laughs> Minty fresh. I didn't, this week, I didn't have anybody go up on stage and try to move the lights though. Excellent. How many people approached the booth to talk to you about the snare drum or the kick drum or whichever the ones there are? Okay. So we did have, we did have a pastor's daughter come to the booth to let us know that a microphone wasn't on. And we were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> like for whatever reason, the battery died and we keep saying into the talk back, somebody grab her the emergency mic, somebody grab her the emergency mic and, and nobody went and grabbed it. That's so awesome. at this point, like we're, we're not big enough to have like a stage manager or anything. And it, you know, it died in like the second to last song. And we're like, all right, Millie Vanilli, that bad boy. Oh man. So only, only one person came to the booth. Well, okay. That's good. Yeah. So, so dude, I have some really bad news. Yeah. What's that? I, I feel really bad because you never got to experience this. And now it no longer will be existing. Google is shutting down Google Plus. Wow. And Google Plus is where the Google Hangout is. Come on. Are you kidding? Yep. Google we- is. They've decided they, they can't compete with Facebook and Snapchat and everything. So they're shutting down Google Plus, and you won't be able to do a Google Hangout. We, well, could we do a hang on some other thing and call it a Google Hang? Probably, be confu- uh, I mean, it'd be confusing. You, yeah, it'd be like a fake Google Hang. It'd be like a Google Hang. <laughs> why? Why? So they're just, they think Facebook's better. Well, there's just other areas and Google just doesn't feel like they're competing in that social media market. And so they're shutting down the hangs, bro. Wow. No more hangs. That is a bummer. So the kids, I never, so the hung. kids, I never got to hang. You never hung. You never got to hang with your Starbies and the Outbacks, the Outbacks, the Outbacks. So I was going back through some old, uh, Jen's male memes. Yeah. And literally what she did and then you made a movie, a little movie into the Christmas shoes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Jen and her church a selfless plug. And they're not paying us, they're not asking us. Uh, they just had a, a, a an album come out. It's twenty nine eleven worship and it's called Marble and Mortar. Dude, it's really good. Yeah. And if you and if you want to hear the memestress herself sing, she's got a couple of, uh, tracks where she sings on it. Is she slaying it? She does so good. That's awesome. That's awesome. I don't. So I have not check heard it out. Because she did not send well, me one. She sent me one, and then I'm going to send it to you because nobody knows who you are yet. It's so hurtful. Well, uh, Mister Probs, how how could everyone get to know? Look, who Jen, you are? Jen could find a way. If Jen wanted to, to get it Jen to could find a way to get it to me. She did. She sent it to me to send to you. Well, I know. She should have tried harder. Or or you could not be cheap and just go buy it on iTunes. <laughs> Is it on iTunes? Yes. Well, then I'll just do that. Well, yeah. But then I'll send you a copy of it. Okay. All right. An unsigned copy because so, mine was not signed. Well, she sent a post-it note. So I can make copies of the post-it note and put that in there with it. Now that she's a recording star, we need her to be better about these kinds of things. I know, but she's, it's new. She's just learning. I told her the other day in a message, she's got a case of the Beyonce's. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. Thank you. That's funny. Yep. Dude. So how were your services today? Good. Good. Yeah. 
production guys back on the shelf. So, um, you know, you're, I'm wearing a bunch of different hats, but it was good. It was a good weekend. How about you? Uh, dude, it was good. So I have gotten to the point where I have full volunteer staff in every position. So I don't, I, for the entire month, I really don't have to do anything other than just be a pastor and walk around, which is, okay. it's kind of weird because I've mixed for so long, like to go as long as I have without mixing, I kind of, I miss it, but dude, there is something about standing over to the side of the booth and listening to like, sometimes those guys, they'll just like nail an effect on a vocal. And I look over and I'm like, I'm so proud of them right now. Like that feeling is probably better than when I do it myself. Wow. Well, there you so, go. So yeah. Watching your team cool. win, man. Watching your team win. That's a good thing. Yeah. It's so fun. So, all right, dude. You want to jump into our MVPs? So our volunteer MVP this week is Jackie Cadena, and she is from Praise Chapel Christian Fellowship in Huntington Park, California, nominated okay. by David. Uh, Jackie serves on the sound media and creative team and is also a volunteer church admin. Where do these people get these amazing this thing, that's incredible. She runs sound at multiple campuses. She trains people uh, to run sound. Wow. She schedules all the planning center volunteers, leads the creative team, all on top of being a mother of two and having a full-time job. Well done, good. Well done. Sir. Absolutely. So Jackie. Wow. We, we might as well call her Jack A. Jack A. Jack A. We salute you. Salute you. She's the Jack A of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Our, our staff MVP is Brad Riley. He's the worship minister at Cross City uh, Church at their, uh, I'm going to, Euless, Euless, Texas campus. Okay. E-U-L-E-S-S, Texas. Uh, Brad started out as an interim, but as of this Sunday, he is no longer the interim. He is the guy. He's the worship minister. So Yay! Way to go, Brad. That's awesome. He's gifted at leading people in worship, and also uh, a really a, a special gift of his is helping other people to utilize their gifts. And so that sounds a lot like you, buddy. Um, so he hey. is a very steady hand during a time of trans transition. So Brad Riley and Jackie Kadena, we salute you. We salute you. Oh, wow. That felt really close. <laughs> That felt really close. So close. Dude, I got to be honest, dude. I am so tired today. Are you? Yeah, it's just been, it was a long week. And then like, so we had all of our church services. And then afterwards, we had a pastor's elders, wives gathering at our executive pastor's house. And we all had lunch. And so like, this place is in the far south end of our county. And I live in the far northwest end of our county. It's like a 30 minute drive home. And my wife was driving. I fell asleep on the way home, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. I know. I know. So I'm excited. We're going tomorrow. Uh, the pastors, we're getting away for a day. We've rented like a Airbnb up in Orlando. And uh, so we're going to go probably catch a movie, grab some food. I think I heard something about an escape room. Oh. And then we're just going to go. Yeah, dude, we're just going to hang out at this house. It's got a pool and a hot tub and. Go swimming and play cards and just hang out and just, it's going to be good because we've gone, I mean, you guys know our church has gone through a lot. And mm -hmm. so just some time just to get away and not talk shop and just be brothers. And it's going to be awesome. amazing. I'm, I'm really going to tell you something. That escape room is harder than you think it's going to be. I've done a couple. I've always Have escaped. You really? Well, I, I, I did, but not by very much. I am. I am less than useful. In those kind of terms. <laughs> yeah. I was of no help. I was walking around. And, yeah, yeah. Like I just start like pulling random stuff. Hopefully there's a clue and I can be like, Hey, does this help? But <laughs> it doesn't, but I, I've never done one with my wife, but my wife, like we used to play the game clue all the time. Yeah. Did you find and a clue? She, I, I know, but I've never seen her lose. Like my wife has like this beautiful mind. And so like she, her her strategy makes no sense whatsoever, but she will win every single time she plays Clue. So I feel like she would just destroy a escape room. Wow, nice. Well, yeah. Hey, LV two. What? LV two. 
LV2. She's the bomb.com. She's the bomb.com. All right. Well, hey, if you want us to recognize your MVP live here on the podcast, it's so super simple. And we've had a bunch of people using this. You can go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the MVP page, and we have a little form that you can fill out that gives us all the information we need to make an informed choice on who we recognize on the podcast. Or if you're feeling not like using the website, you can go to our Instagram account. While you're there, hit subscribe, hit like, hit follow, and then click on the DMs, and you can send us all the information that way. And we would love to be able to recognize your MVP on the Worship Leader Probs podcast. That, w- that was pretty good, wasn't it? It was, it was chilling, I'll be honest with you. So I have a friend that serves on the experience conference team with me. Um, and he lives up in like the far Northeast and he had like an eight hour drive and he thought, you know, maybe I'll check out this Worship Leader Probs podcast. And so he listened on the whole drive and loved it. And he said at the end, he goes, bro, you've got an amazing voice for radio. So Jacob, this one's for you. You got down real deep for him. I tried to. That's awesome. Because you know who I share a birthday with? Um, no, I don't. Barry White. Nice. I do. Very nice. Yeah. So I got to get my Barry White voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, let's jump into my favorite segment of the podcast called Prayer Concerns. So our Prayer Concerns segment, it's pretty simple. We read live here on the air all of the complaints, all of the things that people put in the prayer section of your welcome cards, your connection cards in your churches. And we have had just some fantastic ones over the last couple of weeks. And so no pressure this week, Mr. Probs, but what do you got? I've got three. I've got three this week. Okay. okay. Wait, before you read it, I got to tell you. Okay. So I sat in broadcast this weekend and worked with our, our broadcast audio person. I get a text before the first service. Um, hey, Jer, uh, we may want to turn the hazer down. My corn allergies are acting up. <laughs> I was like, well played, Mr. Goodner. Well played. <laughs> oh, that was Mike Goodner, a former yes, MVP. One of our MVPs. One of our MVPs, yeah. right? That's yep. awesome. That's hilarious. That was a really, that was maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard from a church person. Oh, my gosh. Unlike, I mean, these these three I have today, they're going to be uh, funny as well. So here's number one. A few years back, a member told us that They can't come to our church any longer because the chairs are too comfortable. (laughs) Too comfortable? Too comfortable. The chairs are too comfortable. Is that a thing? Um, I mean, apparently it's a thing. I don't know if they were like, what I have pictured in my head is, you know, sometimes like you got movie theaters and then you've got fancy movie theaters where you go and you sit in like oh, yeah. this recline like electronic recliner oh yeah come up that's what i picture oh yeah yeah because i'm gonna be honest we have those pew chairs they're not comfortable oh yeah like if i had a cozy if i had a cozy chair just i could sit there all day and listen to the word let's go <laughs> let's go did you grow up like with the old wooden pews yeah i did yeah now that would not be comfortable. It would not be comfortable. And then we graduated to the padding. We put the just like Ooh. slapped the pad on top of the wooden. That was better. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was way better. And I, I grew up in a, uh, an Assembly of God church, so our okay. services were long, dude. They were long, and if you're sitting on wood, that that's long. Of course, I, it, there were not there was not a lot of sitting, which you know, no, not a lot of sitting. <laughs> Did you run laps when you were a kid? Uh, I didn't. Some did. I did not. There were there were okay. there were laps. There was pew jumping. I'm kidding. There was no pew jumping. But there was there that was, would be fantastic. There were some pretty epic uh, altar altar services. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Number two, prayer concern number two. Okay. When you wear a hat on stage, 
you make it impossible for me to live like Jesus. <laughs> Did it cracks me up how much of a deal breaker a hat is for so many people. Isn't that something? And there yet it's hats are such a part of our cult. I like I'm I don't wear one on stage. I have kind of a larger noggin. So okay. if, for me to I'd have to get one of those. Remember Seinfeld had the urban sombrero? That's what I'm talking about. I never watched. I didn't oh, really watch Seinfeld. Jeremy, 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 Jeremy. Eh. I failed you. So um we had a guitar player for a while that would like almost borderline refuse to play elevation songs because they would wear hats on stage. Wow. Well, at least his priorities are in the right place. Is this the guy 100%. who played an E flat no, in the E guy. solo? <laughs> no, different guy. Okay. Here's our last prayer concern. Number okay, three. Let's hear it. Please pray. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Please pray that our worship leader finds a new job soon. Oh my goodness. That can't be real. That's a DM. Oh. That's a literal DM. Please pray that our worship pastor will find a new job. <laughs> Maybe his tones are pleasing. <laughs> they, they, they are insulting the man's tones. Dude, what would you do if that, so like in our church, typically if there's not, if they're not signed, we don't really do a lot with them. But if a person is willing to have the stones to like put their name down, we would get those. I don't even know what I would do if I got that. I would, I'd laugh. I'd make a meme out of it, as you know. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure if I would. Hmm. I, did I share, like, I was in a meeting with our with our worship pastor when I was his assistant where somebody straight up said, I, I don't think God ever called you here. Oh, you told me that. That's horrible. I know. I, dude, I about I about came across the table. I'm sure you did. Whacked him with his own cane. That's rough, man. I, I had a dude yeah. smash my foot with his cane once. For, what was the reason why? He did not like the music. Okay. Uh, he was an older guy and didn't like the music. And I said, you know, I said, do you know that I spend time in prayer about that every week? And he looked at me and he said, so do I. Oh. <laughs> me and the Jesus Lord. Are, he said, me and the Lord are having lots of conversations about this music. Whack. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Very loving. Well, Encourage one another so, and build each other up, you know. I know. If you don't have love, you're nothing but a clinging symbol. <laughs> um, I wonder what the worship style is going to be like in heaven. You know, that is a great question. There's going to be lots of it. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Lots of it. Yeah. Get used to you it. You think it's maybe like a style of music we've never heard before? Could be. Could be. Like, God's, God's been, <laughs> y'all think you love your Bethel. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. <laughs> what if it? What if we get? No, I'm not going to say that. That's a bad joke. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, what if we get up there and it's, it's all like, really twangy, like southern gospel, <laughs> bluegrassy, like <laughs> bluegrass, all bluegrass stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it'd be like, dang it, the old people were right. <laughs> we totally Bill, missed Bill it, Gaither. Guys. Yeah, Bill Gaither's the worship leader in heaven. Dang it. <laughs> all those complaints all those years. I was doing it wrong. That's amazing. Lord. So did you know that the exact same way you send us MPPs, you can also send us your prayer concerns? Are you kidding? You just blew my mind. No. Your mind is blown right now. You can literally... Go to the website and you could even use the MVP form if you wanted to, to send us your prayer concern, or you could go to the DMS in the Instagram account, hit follow, and then DM us. And by the way, okay. So as of this moment, it is Sunday afternoon, February, the, um, I don't know, 24th, 24th. Okay. As, yep. a, as of this moment, moment, our followers, moment. moment. From this moment. 
As, I have as, been blessed. As of this moment, we are at 37,942. So, you know the deal. Nobody knows who I am. I got a very innocent DM from a worship leader in Australia this morning who was saying, by the way, I keep forgetting to ask, who are you and what church do you serve at? And I was like, well, here's the deal. Uh, my podcast co-host Jeremy serves at a church in Florida called Pathway. But I am anonymous, and I am anonymous until we get to 50,000 Instagram 50. followers. So we need yep. your help. We need your help. Get us to 50,000 Instagram followers. We'll reveal who I am, and then That's we're going to have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, hey, let's jump into our last portion of the podcast that we like to call sliding into the DMs. Don't don't. So we got a really good one here. This is maybe kind of a funner, a more fun one. Uh, and here's what funner? I like. Funner? Funner. It's more funner. More funner. Um, more funner. I, I'd like for you to go first and then, oh, I'll, and then I'll okay. go. So. Okay, here, here this was a DM. If you could work with one famous worship leader or band, who would it be and why? If I could work with any worship leader or band, and why? So, I would have to say that it would be down to two. Ooh. Um One's a one. One's big time Christian, and the other one is is uh, an up and comer. Mm. I if I could, I would work with Big Daddy Weave mm. in a heartbeat. Great voice, um, great voice. It was good, good voice. But they came to our church two years ago, and guys, I'm telling you right now, that band they are the real deal. Mm. At they they you know load in all day, and at like four o'clock. Everybody comes in for a Bible study and the tour manager, I was in there for it, straight preached fire. And then when that was done, they got up and the band, I'm talking band, singers, tour manager, um, every production guy, everybody, they walked and they prayed over every single seat in the sanctuary. Whoa. Yeah. Awesome. It, it was unbelievable. And then actually... Like, yeah, it's a Big Daddy Weave concert that we had, but it turned into a worship session mm -hmm. and people were getting prayed over for healing. It was, it, it's hard to explain. So oh. they would probably be number one. And there, there's an up and coming guy from uh, in Indiana whose name is John Tibbs. He's from Indiana, but I think he lives in Nashville now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to mix John for our, our, our state youth convention and the dude just has a insanely good voice and his band is really fun to mix because they won't use tracks. Mm. So like you just get to mix the live band and there's space for the music. And I, I think I posted one day in the story, one of his songs. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just, uh, he, he's a cool, cool, cool dude. And again, he's the, he was the real deal. Like praying for students at this thing, being up like, you know what I mean? It wasn't just about the show or really cared about what was going on. And so I think those would be two that I would love to work with. Mm. We need to have uh, Big Daddy on the uh, on the podcast. A buddy of mine used to be on tour with them doing video, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Man, this is, a, this is a difficult question. Uh, there's so much good stuff out there. I mean, you know. Gosh, certainly. Like, so I'm a keys guy. So I could, you know, playing keys for Bethel or Jesus culture, Jesus culture, hanging with our man, you know, our dude Chris McClarney uh, all day with some tiny videos. C Mac. That would be fun. Man, I'm a vertical worship guy and um playing keys for them. But here's the deal. If I if I could if I had to pick one, it would okay. be my main man, Paul Balash. Really? It would be. I would absolutely love to play keys for Paul Balash. That's so cool. So here, when I was, uh, I think I, I shared this uh, when we had him on the podcast back in the early days. Um, 
And, you know, I was kind of at my, at the end of my, uh, I was at the end of myself, probably in all honesty. Yeah. And I was, um, I just was burned out. I was going down in flames and somebody um, invited me to go to a conference where I got to hear Paul Balash for the first time. And uh, I'll never, ever forget when he sang this line in the song, Hosanna. And when we see you, because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. And that that brought it all home for me, man. And so that was kind of a part of the awakening. I was able to tell him, you know, on the podcast, I'm, I, I, without a doubt, I'm still in ministry because of that. You know, God used him in a really significant wow. way in my ministry. So it would be Paul Balash. And we would have a That's lot of fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that dude. He's so cool. He is so cool. And he's been really, really generous with us with time. And, and, uh, yeah. so yeah, it'd be Paul, Paulie B. That's what I, that's what I call him. I don't know. I, that, I don't know that he knows that. I don't know that he knows I call him Paulie B. And I don't oh, know no. that he would answer to it either, but that's what I call him. Oh, uh, if I ever see him again, I'm like, yo, Paulie B, where's the probs? <laughs> I'm, I'm what I'm most excited for is when we get to reveal who you are and I get to tell everybody your nickname. Oh man. Yeah. I'm not excited. <laughs> and we have four, f- and we have 40,000 people calling you by your nickname. <laughs> I don't think it's really my nickname. I think it's just you. Uh, what does your IAM pack say every week when you go up? Oh, that's right. It's your nickname. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk. About you know it. who else? I, you know who else I would work for? Who? Today's guest, Brooke Nichols. Yeah. You know what? We have had a blast and we had some audio trouble the first time we've interviewed. So we've got to, we've gotten to interview her twice and it has been a total blast. It feels like three admittedly different classes, but three college friends, like just hanging out. And by the way, Brooke has a new single out uh, and it is called Turn My Eyes. And um, go download that from iTunes. Anybody can stream. You've heard us talk about that before. Anybody can stream it. Yeah. Go buy it. Go buy it from iTunes. Yeah. And and today, don't, don't be a don't be a doink. Don't be a doink. And that will that you know that'll make sense later. But don't be that'll a doink. make sense later. So, but today, our friends at Praise Charts, PraiseCharts.com, they're offering a free chart today. Oh. celebrating her appearance on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, a free chart for Turn My Eyes. So go to praisecharts.com. And uh, by the way, if you listen to the episode about the resources we use the most, I use Praise Charts every single day. Really? Unpaid advertisement. You know, it's really cool. What's that? Coming very soon. We'll actually say we have somebody who is a paid announcement we do yeah we're working on worship leader problems has their has their first sponsor yeah we got our first sponsor man it's kind of cool kind of cool i feel like i i feel like our little boy's growing up (laughs) right hey and by the way when you gotta please subscribe to the podcast tell your friends subscribe (laughs) leave a five-star review no less than five stars please anything less than five stars you would be a doink <laughs> so leave us a five stars uh, review write write some nice words um that helps the algorithm and helps us uh, to get the podcast in front of more people so please do that subscribe five stars and write a review and share it share it with your team share it with your friends you know it's really funny we both say it helps the ag- algorithm yeah i don't know that either of us even know what an algorithm is isn't it like um you know like lots of arithmetic and like formulaic I have sort no, of I, so there's got here's what it is there's got to be some doinks in a lab somewhere putting the business on putting it. the business on it <laughs> awesome well hey we hope you enjoy our interview with brooke nichols well the worship leader problems podcast is so excited to have award-winning singer brooke nichols joining us on the podcast what is up brooke <laughs> hey guys thanks for having me Hey, yeah. thanks so much for taking the time to come back. We had we had some technical issues with our first recording, and Brooke has been so kind to come back on and to uh, just, because that episode was awesome, y'all, and so I'm so sad that you don't get to hear it, but I know God's got something cool for today, and so just, hey, thanks again for coming back on. Oh, my goodness. It's my pleasure. Absolutely, and you know, 
she's just been winning awards, you know, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, and so, you know, carving out time just for us was like, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. They dedicated the song, All I Do Is Win, to Brooke. Right. <laughs> that was actually, she was the post-inspiration for that song. Because <laughs> they're killing me. That's fantastic. So Brooke, Brooke, why don't you take a moment? Share a little bit kind of about yourself, what you do. And I don't know, has there been anything cool happening lately? <laughs> yeah. So last month, oh man, I, I feel like I'm blushing and sweating while I say this. Oh, but... you, totally, you totally are. <laughs> I can see it on video. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh yeah. Last month I won the Female Vocalist of the Year at the Canadian Gospel Music Awards. Congratulations, um, man. Yeah. That is so awesome. Thanks. It's, yeah, it's such a... I, I don't even really know what to say about it. It just feels like, I, I just, yeah, I really don't know what to say. Like, to God be the glory, honestly. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what else can you say at that point, you know? I, I got to tell you a funny story. husband and I just bought a house. And, like, you know, we can do everything via technology these days. Here we are on mm -hmm. our phones, like, bidding on this house via text message. <laughs> while my name is getting called as the winner of the Female Vocalist of the Year. So they're like, Brooke Nichols. And I like look at my husband and like totally shocked and surprised. You know, there's hundreds of people in this room and I, I run up and I give, give like a small speech, but I just, my head was not there. Like I... <laughs> I just started thanking people, whoever I could see. I saw radio stations. I'm like, thank you. And thank you. And thank you. <laughs> and I got back to my chair and my husband's like, hey, like you didn't even thank me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, babe, I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't. I'm like, but did we get the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, did, did you get the house? Yeah, we got the house. That's so That's quite a moment, man. That's quite a moment. Oh man, I just I'm so Praise glad. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Seriously, absolutely. Hey, and by the way, while we're starting this, Brooke has a new single out called "Turn My Eyes." So, mm -hmm. since I don't know how to use Spotify, I buy everything. So, <laughs> Bless go you. buy "Turn My Eyes," Brooke Nichols, N I C H O L L S. Yeah. Um, so go buy that. Hit yeah, pause. Thanks. We'll wait. Hit pause, go buy it, and then come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, that that song, this feels like a really special song, actually. It's kind of a, um, you know, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus is one of my, like, old-time favorite hymns. I just, like, I'm just reminded that when we turn our eyes to Jesus, the things around us, the things of this world grow strangely dim, you know, in the light of His glory and mm -hmm. grace. And so— that was a huge inspiration for me writing this song, actually. Uh, yeah, it's just a reminder that God is close in every season, in every situation. Awesome. God is close. So That's we've had awesome. a really great response so. from that song, actually. We feel really uh, like some of the top Spotify um, lists have just added it. And That's fantastic. Let's go. We're just like, That's how? Fantastic. Like, how did you even hear about it? So it's so cool to, yeah, it's cool. That's yeah. awesome. That's, awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Well, congratulations. Well, well, deserved. well deserved. It's a great song. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Awesome. So, okay. We have these five questions. You mm -hmm. will probably remember them from the last time. Um, we take everybody through, we call it the Frank five and, you know, be as honest as you're comfortable being. Um, I feel we've spent a lot of time to get together <laughs> because we did the other interview and yeah. we've been just shooting the breeze for like an hour, <laughs> an hour before we started recording this, which is awesome. Um, so if you would, okay. Number question, number one is, um, how did you get started in ministry? Like walk us through a little bit of what your journey has been. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, ministry was never something that I, uh, had planned to be a part of. Um, as a young girl, I always went to church. I always served my church. I started off, you know, on, you know, worship teams, singing background vocals and, as I got into my late teens, early 20s, I started to pursue pop music. And so I did that for about seven years of my life. Um, you know, again, always like serving my church, going to church, uh, loving the Lord, but just, I had no, just no heart or intention for ministry. Mm. And then it was about five years ago. Um, yeah, I guess I just felt a huge shift in my heart. Like, I don't even really know how to describe it. Uh, you know, the closer you walk with Jesus, the more intimate you get with Him, you know, the clearer you begin to hear from Him. And I think mm -hmm. uh, for my life, that's kind of what began to happen. 
and he was directing me into ministry. So I went from uh, serving this little church. It was about 70 people, little church plan. I did that for seven years. And uh, and then I got offered, uh, when I got engaged to my husband, we decided that we were going to uh, step away from that church and just kind of, we were moving to a different city. And, you know, we felt like it was our time to 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 move on, I guess. And so we, we left that church. And within like a month, uh, I got a phone call from, actually the church I work at now offering mm. me a job. And again, oh. like that wasn't on my radar. So I was kind of like, oh. and uh, yeah, God just opened one door after the other. And yeah, I've been working at a, at a, at a pretty large church here in Ontario called C4. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's just, yeah. It's so cool what happens when you just kind of open-handedly like let God lead the way. Mm. Um, Amen. I certainly didn't expect ministry to be honest with you, but I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way now. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, and awesome. Oh, that we would all know that experience, you know, to open-handedly, uh, follow him and hear his, his voice, you know, that clearly boy, praying that for my own life. for sure. Yeah. I think it's so easy, right, right. To hold on to your own dreams in one hand and then like kind of let God have what he, what you, what you, what you want him to have in the other hand. Mm. And God's like, no, no, no. Mm. Like, I want it all. And so I just mm. think of what I would have missed out on. I mean, honestly, I'm not I'm not 23, so this happened later on in my life. So I think about what I could have missed out on had I held some of my dreams in one hand and just kind of given God yeah. the, like a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Um and I'm sure there was a time in my life where I did only give him half of what I should have, you know? Mm. And mm. yeah, I think that should be a lesson to many just to open those hands right up, give it all to him. Amen. Amen. All right, Mr. Probs, I am going to take a little liberty and change up one of the questions. Hold on. I'm stressed. Is that okay? (laughs) Because I just feel like, I just feel like Brooke would have an amazing answer to this question. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Lay it out there, man. Okay. All right. All right, Brooke. If, (laughs) hold on. It's it's got, okay. If you, if Brooke, if you were to get arrested. Oh, no. For no explanation whatsoever, what would your friends and family assume you did? <laughs> okay. Ooh. If I, okay. So many things come to mind right now. You have to understand. See, that's, why, that's why I feel like this is a great question for you because I think you've got a good answer. <laughs> okay, you have to. Okay, context of who I am is like... I love the Lord with all of my heart and soul, but I find so much joy in making people laugh their heads off. So, Let's go. <laughs> I mean, probably streaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know. So if you got arrested, they, they would think, oh, Obviously, Brooke went straight. <laughs> that or like I robbed a coffee shop or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I forgot because you love some coffee, don't you? Oh, man. I just love coffee. I want coffee right now. I love it. Mm. I, Jeremy, <laughs> do you drink coffee? I drink coffee every day. I am. So I'm the only one of the three of us. I'm I'm the oldest and the only one who doesn't drink coffee. <sighs> How do you not drink coffee? I never. I can't. If my wife was here, she doesn't drink it either. She would say it tastes like dirt. Oh, like not coffee like people drinkers. would people have tried to get us to like doctor it with all kinds of stuff, and she <laughs> says it now it tastes like flavored dirt. <laughs> okay, so um, we were talking about the keto diet earlier. So there's yeah. this. I think it's called a bulletproof coffee. Where you're supposed to bulletproof put coffee. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to put like butter in it. Oh. Butter and coconut oil. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't actually really like it. I would drink it. Because it's part of the rules, but it's like, it's, it's actually kind of good. You like it? Okay. I do. Like, if you got to drink it, like what I would do, put the coffee in, put the butter in, put the coke, and then I would put it in a blender Ooh. to really make sure there it gets go. really, and then I would drink. It almost kind of tastes creamy at that point. It's weird, but like, it's pretty good. Oh, I'm going to have to try that. Because usually I just take a scoop, throw it in, and then it just kind of sits on the top. And I'm like, this is <laughs> And you're like chewing through the butter to get to your coffee? Like, this doesn't taste right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 
so I've, I've done keto on and off. And the first time I, I thought, okay, they, everybody keeps talking about this coconut oil, oil. So I just went home and took a tablespoon of it and just put it in my mouth. <laughs> I, it's hard to explain. It's like eating petroleum jelly and then it, and then it turns to liquid in your mouth at the same time. It's, it was one of the most terrible. And my buddy was like, oh yeah, do two tablespoons of that. So I do that, and then I had the worst upset stomach afterwards. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, don't yeah, yeah. don't ever just eat coconut oil. I know. We put it we put it in cookies, um, all kinds of stuff like that. We you, you know we use it a lot for baking, um, but I've yeah. never just you know commando just go for it, man, with a spoon. <laughs> just yeah, don't don't. I don't know how I don't. did it. I never did just it again. Don't. Just don't. don't do it. I don't recommend it. <laughs> okay, so Brooke. Church staff, you travel all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so in all of your experiences, what is the craziest thing that has ever happened, in, like in a service that you were leading? Oh man, okay. Oh, there's like there's just so many stories. I think the f- I think the most embarrassing uh, story. I asked my husband, I said, what do you think is the most embarrassing thing that like you've ever seen happen while we've been leading? And he reminded me of the story. He said, if there's anything more embarrassing than that, he's like, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> so it, it was the time that, <laughs> it was the time I was leading my home church and I was wearing this, uh, this green button up shirt. And I, and I was like sweating profusely in it. Like I had just like sweat marks from like the top of my armpits to like my hips. It was awful. <laughs> and so I get, <laughs> I get off stage and my pastor is now preaching and I know I have to go back up for one more song at the end. And so I go to the bathroom and I just like stuff my armpits full of uh, paper towels. And like, I'm talking stuff them full. I just needed to absorb the sweat as much as I could before I went back out for my last song. Well, don't I forget that I have the, all these uh, oh, paper gosh. towels in my shirt. I forget about it. And I go out to lead my last song. And like, guys, there's like a thousand people in front of me. And I yeah. just go to raise my hands like, what a beautiful name. All of the paper towels <laughs> fall. <laughs> out of my shirt and onto the stage. (laughs) And the best part about it is I didn't realize it happened because my eyes were closed. Like I was, I was in this beautiful moment, but I realized it happened when I moved my foot and I slipped on the paper towel. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Surrounding me. (laughs) Please tell me you have that on video. Oh my gosh. I wish. I mean, (laughs) oh, it was just the, it was the best. It was the best. That is amazing. Speaking of things that we wish were on video, <laughs> when, when we were chatting before we started to record, we're just sitting there and Brooke's telling us a story and all of a sudden we watch her fall off her stool and it, the, the screen goes all crazy and like literally she fell off the school. The we school. We got weren't a glimpse recording of her yet. face like mid-fall too. Her eyes got real big. <laughs> oh my gosh. I dropped everything. I flipped off my stool, dropped my computer, my microphone went like, oh man, guys, just, just can never take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Amen. Oh no. No, you can't. You're oh, with the right word. guys for that. That's oh. for sure. One hundred percent. So, so Brooke, um, what would be like a a fun fact about Brooke Nichols that like most people who would follow you wouldn't know? A fun fact. Yeah, um, like I, I've I've said in the past, like for me, um, I've watched When Calls the Heart <laughs> with a cat, like with a cat. You know, I don't have any problem with that. I, I, you know. I'm 39 years old and I still play video games and I don't care. That's great. And there's typically a cat laying on my lap when I'm playing video games. <laughs> you have to embrace it. And I it. get these pictures. I get these pictures of him and the cats. <laughs> it's off. It's, it's put me, puts me off, man. It puts me off. Yeah. I, okay. Something that, I mean, okay. So hmm, there's so many things I could talk about. Like my obsession with like family sized bag of chips that I can eat in like five minutes all by myself. Uh, nice. That's impressive. Well done. I don't know if it's impressive or like a problem. <laughs> um, oh, you want to know? Okay, I'll tell you a quirk that like nobody 
nobody really knows about me except for my husband and my family. So since I have been in grade nine, I developed this habit to to crack my gum. So I actually don't know how to chew a piece of gum without popping every single um, chew. <laughs> so when I was in high nice. school, I would be chewing gum, but like the the problem is, is I don't, I'm unaware of when I do it. And because I'm unaware when I'm doing it, like I, that means I don't hear it. And it makes like a massive popping sound. And I almost was suspended <laughs> in high school from it because I got sent out to the hall like all of the time, I was always asked to remove my gum, to stop cracking my gum. Like my teachers would call me out mid-class. Um, and so now to this day, my husband, if I'm with him and I start popping it, he'll just look at me and put his hand out, like spit your gum out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. So, and so I was like, it's so got, mad at him. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> you have to put up with me, right? You gotta have him on, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And sometimes I'm so ticked because I'm like, I'm not ready to give up my gum yet. And like, he'll just look at me like, you have to spit that out right now. Like, I can just see him going like insane from the cracking. <laughs> so, okay. Question number five. If we could get like every worship leader, every production mm-hmm. guy or girl, every like singer, player, lyric person, if we could get them all in one room, it'd be Mm -hmm. a massive room. Mm -hmm. But if we gathered everybody together from all the churches and we gave you the microphone to address them, Mm -hmm. what would you say? What would you want to, what would you want to leave them with? Ooh, uh, again, there's so many things. Um, I read this book recently, uh, by Zach Neese and it's called how to worship a King. And it's all about like preparing Mm, your heart preparing your world and preparing the way. Mm. And it's not just for worship leaders, like this, like the singer, like the main singer. It's for, uh, it's for the entire team, the entire volunteer, um, all of the volunteers. And basically, it comes from uh, a verse in Peter, and it talks about us being a priest. And if we presented ourselves as priests— um, it would actually change the dynamic uh, in our church and it would change the culture in which uh, we worshiped in. So for example, uh, the word priest, like when I think of the word priest, I think of like, you know, uh, uh, the guy who stands up at the front of a a church in a Catholic, yeah, a Catholic building or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's actually not the way uh, the word priest was intended uh, like for the world. Like just the Catholic church took that world, that word, sorry, and then other denominations kind of followed suit. But like the Bible says to present ourselves uh, as building stones for the construction of the sanctuary with vibrant life. Uh, it says, uh, sorry, I'm just pulling it up here. Yeah, to present yourself as, a, as building stones for the construction of a sanctuary with vibrant life in which you'll serve as a holy priest offering Christ approved mm-hmm. lives to God. And I got that actually from the message version because I just like, I like how it says uh, to present ourselves as building stones, you know, as, as a part of construction for a vibrant sanctuary. So, so I guess what I'm trying to say is if there was a shift in our hearts, uh, you know, the, the sound guy, the lyric person, the drummer, the bass player, the worship leader, as presenting yourself as a priest, the job of a priest is to lead people into a place of worship with God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever your role is, if that is the way that you approached every single serving opportunity, I really believe that there would be a shift in our churches across like the entire world. Wow, wow. Does that make oh, sense? Yeah. May it be so. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, I don't, I think that many times like in the church, the people like that come and even sometimes, even those that serve, they look to the pastors, they look to the leaders, be like, oh, you're the one. Like how many times, for you, like as pastors, do you get a phone call? Hey, my friend's in the hospital. Would you go visit him? You're a pastor. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I will, I'll definitely go do that. Like that's part of my calling. But wouldn't it be better if you who knows them were to go to the hospital to go pray with them? And, you know, like, because like when I come, they don't, they don't know who I am. I'm just some pastor from a church, mm-hmm. but I'm going to just go read them a couple scriptures and pray for him. Dude, you could do that same thing yeah. and they know you. 
they're comfortable with you yeah. because yeah. think about it. Yeah. We're in the hospital. Nobody wants to somebody to walk in when you've got this blue gown on and all these tubes everywhere. You, that's not a comfortable place. So, you know, just to have some rando walk in and, and try to love on them. Yeah, that's cool. But like if you were to go yourself and so, so many times in the church, they just think, oh, well, the, the priest, the past, they're supposed to go do those things. But the reality right. is mm-hmm. God's calling all of us to that. We just carry that title, you know, and it obviously, you know, there's some things in Titus that we we carry and things like that. But God's calling us all to be the pastors and the priests, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if everyone were mm-hmm. to take up that calling, I, you're right. The shift would just like, it would rock this world, man. And Absolutely. I think I think we could even take it to a to the next level too and take that not just to our volunteers or to our staff, but like to the people in the congregation. If I showed up on a exactly. Sunday morning to sit in a pew and to worship, but I came with this attitude and this heart posture of I am a priest, I'm here to lead everybody around me. Like, could you imagine like the revival in our churches. I just think, yeah. I mean, I'm reminded that verse in First Peter that says that you are a chosen uh, people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of mm. darkness and into wonderful light. Amen. I just, yeah. So here's yeah, the that's- cra- Here's the crazy mm. part. I have that book sitting on my desk. No way. In my office. I just haven't cracked it yet. Oh. And so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I would recommend every single uh, creative team to read that as mm. like a devotional. I know our our creative worship leader team, we did a, we did a devotional around it. Mm. And it was a game changer for all of our worship leaders. Man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, I have, I have another question for you. And I probably asked you this when we talked the last time, but we, um, so we're, you know, if, I don't know, another 10 episodes down the road and taking questions and all that. And we always get questions uh, from female worship leaders. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, there's, there's still, you know, probably a lot more men than there are women. And mm-hmm. so, like, if you were going to, um, like, let's say we changed that last question and we put all of the female worship leaders in that room with you, what, mm-hmm. what, all the female uh, production, people like what would your what would your word of encouragement be to them because we we always get the basic questions what do you, what do you think about female worship leaders well, <laughs> well, why does it have to you, you know take the the pronoun or maybe it's not a pronoun but take the take the gender away like what yeah. is it that that doesn't matter to me my 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 life has been impacted by lots of worship leaders and some of them are men and some of them are women and so um like how what, what are, is there anything, you know, unique, uh, that you've had in your experiences that you would want to impart to the, to the females who are out there, you know, leading worship in churches, leading teams of volunteers, leading creative teams? Yeah. Well, I think, um, I think culture, uh, has actually really changed in the last, you know, five to 10 years in general. Um, you know, people like, um, I think like Darlene Check was like, she was like the first woman that I can remember that stood on stage with authority and she didn't Mm. let anything. I mean, I'm sure there were people, I'm sure there were people around the world being like, what what is this woman doing? Uh, But she just with authority stood up on that stage and she did what God was asking her to do. Mm. And Mm. she paved the way for people like, you know, Amanda Cook and Carrie Job and Brooke Frazier. And now those women are paving the way for women like me and other women now in ministry in 2019, you know, that they've kind of had that way paved for them, which is really great. And yeah, I think that regardless if you're a woman or you're a man, like if God has called you into a place of leadership uh, and there's an authority that you carry, you are required to stand on that stage and be obedient to what God's calling you to do, whether you're a man or you're a woman. And I think so often we let gender like define us in that way. And I'm really thankful that I go to a church that actually really um, supports women in ministry. They really champion women like myself and there's other women that are on staff at my church. And so, I don't actually ever feel the weight of that at my church, thankfully, praise God, because I know that there are some churches that uh, that is a a struggle. But yeah, I think that uh, 
laying down like the, the title of, well, I'm a woman, so I, you know, I, I can't do this as well as a man, maybe. Mm. If that's what you're feeling or, or, or whatever, I think that that's, I, I think that's wrong. I think it's wrong mm. to feel like mm. that because that's not the way God's created us to compare mm. ourselves to our, our brother and, and think that we can't do as good of a job leading people into the presence of God. That, nowhere in the Bible does it say that only men can lead people into the presence of God. That's so good, man. Yeah, to all of our sisters out there, be, be encouraged with that, man. Like she, like Brooke was saying earlier, you know, that that priestly mantle that we carry as, mm-hmm. as people who lead, uh, lead others, um, man, just receive that today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And just, I'm so, again, I'll say it again. Like, I am so thankful for the women who paved the way before me. And I think that there's lots to learn from those women. And I, I as, you know, a, a woman worship leader and uh, work at a church and also do my own artist stuff, I am constantly trying to actually learn from those women. Uh, wherever yeah. I can find, you know, books or podcasts or whatever, I want to know, like, how can I do this well? And how can I do this? Uh, yeah, how can I do this well? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great. Great wisdom. Wow. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've asked her like the Frank 15. No, it's good. Sorry. Am I going? I know. Just awesome. No, we're it's just, We're just grilling her right now. Right? She, dude, she's just like, whatever. Keep coming. Just a couple of U.S. doinks up here. <laughs> well, okay. So tell us um, the new single. They can get that anywhere. You buy yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, you can get it anywhere, anywhere that you, you know, listen to music, whatever that is. Uh, Turn My Eyes is on there. Um, yeah, I, I I feel really excited about this song because I've had a lot of people ask me for chord charts to sing it at their church. And uh, so I was actually awesome. going to ask you that before we got off the phone. Wow. Yeah, it's so cool. Can I tell you a story about this song? Absolutely. So I recorded this song, and when I got it back, I didn't like it. Like, I didn't Mm. like the way I wrote it. I thought, Mm. like, there's something not right about this song. And it was a really hard thing to say. Like, it's hard to write a song, record it, and then say that, like, it's not right. Because you've already Mm. put so much work into it. Mm -hmm. And I had to to come to grips with the fact that, like, it just wasn't right. Mm. And so when I sat back down, I I rewrote. I felt like I needed to rewrite it. So I, Mm. I rewrote the melody of it. And it just became like a real like singable, mm. um, like very worshipful song, which which was always my intention. I love worship, of course, but um, I sat down to listen, re-listen to it after. So this was about a year in the making, mm. uh, writing it, recording it, ripping it apart, rewriting it, re-recording it. And I sat down after I got it back from the studio and I just like weeped in my chair. I couldn't stop mm. weeping. I just felt like, oh my gosh, like, like not, this sounds like me, like I'm taking credit for this and I'm not, but like God felt like he was so, uh, his presence felt so strong on mm. the song. Mm. And- Wow, uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I don't say that for me to take any credit because I, I don't, like I actually feel really, I actually feel like I barely even wrote the song. I just feel mm. like God led me through scripture, through scripture and through scripture to, to get the, the lyrics for this song. And I just don't feel, I feel like I can barely take any credit for it. Um, but it's really cool. But I think, mm-hmm. I think the best songs though, are the ones where like, you've had to live it yourself yeah, and live out what God's doing. Like uh, this last year at the experience conference, Pat Barrett. And at the time I like, I, I pride myself on staying up on who's like new and stuff like that. I never heard of Pat Barrett at this, at this point. And so he gets up there, and uh, so they did this thing called Artist Circle, and it it was Tomlin and uh, oh gosh, Torn Wells and Corey Asbury and Matt Marr. Phil Wickham, Matt Marr, and, Jason Ingram, uh, and Pat Barrett. It was like Jason Ingram. It was all a bunch of people who Jason had written songs with. And um, so Pat gets up there, and he was like, "So I wrote this song in about ten minutes, but it took me ten years to write it." And he was like, I had to live 10 years of life to get to this point to write this song. And it only took me 10 minutes to put the song down. And he goes, now, I'm sure you guys are tired of singing it in your churches, but just do me a favor and sing it with me. And he's just, you're a good, good father. 
And I was like, wow. oh my gosh. You know what I mean? And wow. look what that song did. Yeah, it took 10 minutes to write it, but he goes, wow. I had to I had to live it for 10 years before I could put it down on paper. And it's sometimes mm. God uses songs like that just to blow the kingdom out, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, it's so true. That's such a cool story. Because it's true. Like you, you think like, I'm sure Pat in that moment when he you know, wrote that song, was eager to put it out maybe, and then just was like, I, I, this isn't right or whatever. And had to like, like he said, live yeah, through exactly. that for 10 years in order for it to feel right. And I think like for Turn My yeah. Eyes, I think that's probably what I did. I learned a, a valuable lesson. I probably put something out sooner than I needed to. Mm. And it caused wow. me to have to like work harder than I needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when really, if I probably would have just waited, God would have like given me the green light and and worked it all out for me, but I had to go through a whole bunch of stuff to get there. And that's Absolutely. okay too. If you have to go through stuff to get to, you know, point A to point B isn't a straight line. We all know that. Right, right. Uh, you're going to come against some walls and you're going to fall down a bunch of times and maybe get in some fender benders. But like, once you get to B and you, you understand why you're there and why it took you what it took you to get there, it's worth it. Amen. That's awesome. So, okay. So we've talked about music and now where else can we find you? We can find you on Instagram. We'll be uh, promoting that on our Instagram. We'll promote it on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, What is your web address, your website? Yeah, it's uh, www.brooknichols.ca. And so if people want to go look for more stuff by Brooke Nichols, they can find you on the web. That's right. Um, And maybe like, yeah, can we... Can we grab a chord chart from you for Turn My Eyes? Are you doing that? Yeah, I have them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I, that would be great because I, I want to do it in my wow. do it in my church. That's so cool. Wow. I got to say, I did it at a women's conference a couple of weeks ago. And just to hear hundreds of women like lifting their voice, mm. just singing like, I will turn my eyes to the cross where you died. Mm. I was like. I was like literally holding back like ugly cries. I was like, I'm about to ugly cry right now, but I'm also leading a song. <laughs> it was powerful. Like, yeah, it was powerful. That's so, awesome. Thank you. And thank so you. I'll tell you what we'll do in the show notes. I'm going to put, Is it? are you cool if I put a link to where they can just go straight from the show notes in the app, like to your, to your single? Was that cool? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, thank you. And here's what I'm going to encourage you guys to do. I'm going to encourage you to buy it. And not just stream it, because here's the deal: every time you stream, that anybody artist gets can stream. Anybody can stream, but here's the deal: these artists they spend like I've been a part of an album, and it was tens of thousands of dollars to make that album happen, right? Mm, 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 and so yes. when you when you just go on a stream that song, it's point zero 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 nine cents per play is what the artist gets. Whereas um, an artist that when you buy it for 99 cents, there's a much larger portion that they get. This is how they support themselves. So I'm going to highly suggest that you not just stream it, but you go buy it. Go buy it. And then after you buy it, you stream away at that point. But can we help support our our local friends that are helping to try to put content out that we can use in our services to um, Mm. grow closer to the kingdom of God? Let's go and let's support those people. Amen. Thank Amen. you. It's so funny that you knew that point. What did you say it was? Point zero zero nine. Zero 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 nine. I oh, think we were interviewing somebody and they were telling wow. us on the front end, like they, they had a million plays and got a check for $90. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. I always have people come up to me at my church and be like, hey, like how much money do you get if I, if I stream your song or whatever? And I'm like, I, I never know. So I always just say, well, I don't know because I'm not doing this to get rich. So just go, just go listen to it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. We want to help her be able Absolutely. to get a stool with a back on it. So she doesn't yep. fall off during interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so go buy it. I went to iTunes on my phone. Buy. On your Download. vacay, on your vacay of all things, you went and you bought right, it. Right, right. Wow. I did it, and I was it. I was better for it. The vacay was better for it. So. I'm honored. Thank you. One hundred percent, Brooke. <laughs> thank you so much again. I know we said thanks for taking the time to come back. I'm so excited for everybody to get to hear this. And here's the thing: we were laughing earlier before we even got started. The chemistry that the three of us have, even off when we're not recording, it's by crazy. far the yeah. best we've had with yeah. anybody we've interviewed. <laughs> like I, it's I'm so convinced. fun. If we all lived close, we'd probably all hang out all the time. Oh, we'd Absolutely. be friends. We'd be besties for sure. 
clearly we yeah. need Four. a roadie to uh, to Canada. Oh yeah, right. Yes, and here, and, here's the and here's the yeah. other thing that people don't have the benefit of. So we're rec- we're recording this on a Zoom video chat. So on the screen there are three blocks: my face, Brooke's face, and Jeremy's face. And Jeremy, his internet connection is not the most stable it has ever been, and so his face keeps freezing. And I wish I had. <laughs> I wish I could share some of the freeze frames with with you. It is incredible. <laughs> Time out, though. Almost everything I send you, if it's embarrassing, ends up on our Instagram account. So <laughs> you pretty much told me anything I send you is fair game. So see, that's the good part about being that people not don't know who I am. So I, we can't use my face. <laughs> it's use so it until we hit fifty k. It's so good. And we yeah, you, and we let him know what you, your nickname is. <laughs> We're going to have 50,000 people calling you by your nickname. Yeah. I don't think so. That's that's a bad idea. Yes. Yeah, so, well, hey, thanks again, Brooke. And uh, we're really excited uh, to have you. We're just thankful all that God is doing in you and your ministry. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate awesome. it. Bless you. Yeah. Bless you. Dude, it's so cool that she was able to win the Female Vocalist of the Year in Canada for the Gospel Music Awards. (gasps) Right? I've never won vocalist of anything. Like, not even, like, of the day. Uh, But she is the vocalist vocalist of the year year in my book. In Canada. Right? (laughs) That's funny. Uncle Jerry. She's really funny. Brooke is hilarious, right? So go follow her. Follow her on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and Twitter. But not Google Hang the, because those are gone. socials. Um, Did you know Google we never talked gone. about in this episode that I thought I was super cool? Hang. So Brooke is married to the bassist from a what? band called The City Harmonic. And they had this song called Manifesto. We I used to, back in the late 2000s, Whoa. I, City Harmonic was one of my favorite bands. And so I was like freaking out when I heard that he was in that band. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's her, pretty cool. And he's her manager too, right? Her man. They're like, they're juror. working together. Just bought their first house. You know? man Right? So please, like we said before, go buy... Brooke's new single. It's, it's really, really Turn good. My eyes. It's, it's fantastic. And I'm not just saying that it's really, really good. You're going to want to do this in your churches and go to praisecharts.com today. And, uh, they're celebrating her appearance on the podcast with a free chart, uh, for turn my eyes. Awesome. So well, Hey, thank that. you You're to the listeners of worship leader church. Rob's. We thank you so much for, uh, for sticking with us and for being a part. Um, and so we are just so excited to see what God continues to do. Remember, like us on all the socials. Remember to like us on your favorite podcasting app. And guys, until next time, see ya. Do so.